I actually still have the moment on my Snapchat when I paid the last bill. I have that moment still on my Snapchat because I was probably like one of the proudest things I've ever done when I saw the balance hit zero and I was just like, finally, I am free just to go back to school. It was probably like the, the coolest thing that I'd ever done. I love that memory every day. The summer's calling. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode. This is crazy. This is like my third episode I've recorded this entire week. You might hear me and I'm, I might be getting kind of boring because I just keep saying the same thing. <laughs> but hi, I hope you guys are doing amazing. Make sure you subscribe if you're new to the podcast. Uh, wherever you're listening, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Dude, I don't mean, I think there's only two ones. But um, today, first of all, no, first of all, I hope you guys are having an amazing day. Okay. But I have today, today I have a special guest. I have Donovan Rice from the University of Kentucky, aka the man that lost against me on Warzone, <laughs> aka okay, okay. he's kind of salty about it, but aka <laughs> a good friend of mine, aka if you can beat him in Warzone, that's all right. This is Donovan okay. Rice. What's up, brother? <laughs> How's it going, man? Hold on, hold on. I want to clear oh. the air. Right, me right, and Gage right. beat you guys three to two. I'm just gonna put that out there. But other than that, I'm doing good. You know, you know how are you doing, man? All right. First, I hold up, hold up. We need to pause. <laughs> we need to pause this real quick. Hey, right, pause guys. this. Let's run it back. <laughs> run it back. Run it back. All right, guys. For all you guys listening, and you guys like, what the hell is going on? Well, here's the thing. Donovan always is posting his Instagram or his story or Gage's story, <laughs> saying, "Hey, play me and my brother two v two on Warzone." I'm like, I bet. I challenge Donovan and Gage, and they're like, "We're gonna smack you." I'm like, "No, you won't. There's no way." <laughs> we go. I, I I asked my buddy to play. We get a two v two going, and the first thing they say, "Oh, it's lagging. Oh, what is going on? A- am I right or wrong?" No, you're right. You guys had you're host. Right. We, okay, <laughs> yeah, you did we have did host. host. Okay, so we had host. All right, we we had host, and apparently, we beat them the first two the first two games, and those are ones that counted. Not the rest, all right? There was whoa, no other game. whoa, whoa, it's a first to three. We switched hosts and then beat you guys three in a row. But those don't count, though. Oh, okay. It was like the first game. <laughs> but basically, <laughs> basically, this is Donovan Rice. He's a great friend, great person. Um, Other than the video games, but uh, he's a savage <laughs> when it comes to stunting. Uh, but overall, bro, how you been? I haven't talked to you since we played. Hey, man, I'm doing doing pretty well. Just trying to make it out here. You know, COVID is uh, infringing on all of our stuff. So trying to stay safe with that, play around that, honestly. And hopefully uh, go back to normal. What is normal? Coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It's honest. Honestly, I'm just like pumped, dude. I'm pumped. Why am I pumped? I don't know, dude. I don't know why I'm pumped. I respect yeah, it, man. I'm just pumped to be in this in this uh, situation and being able to share these kind of stories, because uh, your story is very very unique from from all the other episodes that I've done, from all the other stories I've shared, and um, it's very interesting. But before before we start though, you're you like making music, right? Is that true or not anymore? Uh, not as much anymore. You know, um, I had a friend, I have a friend still. He makes music a lot, and mm-hmm. and every one every once in a while. You'll post something on a Snapchat and I'll be like, yo, like add this or like, yo, this is dope. Like not really into like doing it myself anymore, but, you know, adding, adding in suggestions when I can. All right. All right. 
Uh, well, well, never mind then. Well, let's just scratch some music. <laughs> so, hey, let's get into your cheer career, dude, because I want to hear all about it. Let's start yes, from, sir. you know, I, I did a little bit of research, you know, just uh, tell me, tell me when you first started, you know, you're with your English teacher. This is a, this is a great story, honestly. Um, so before I competed or I started cheerleading, I was competing in dance. I competed in dance for like seven to eight years or something like that. No one knows um, about this either, right? No one, no one knows about this, man. Like, yeah, look, people think that it's just something I do in my free time, but I really <laughs> used to do this seriously. Yeah. But, um, my freshman year, I kind of, I was kind of on the fence on if I wanted to keep doing it. Um, just cause it was a lot of long hours and like I would leave school and then go do that. And then I'd have all these like competitions and performances and all that stuff. Um, and then one day we were, it was my freshman year of high school and I was in my English teacher's class and she is the coach or was the coach at my high school. Um, for some odd reason, I, the internet was not working in the school, in the entire school. The school was like five <laughs> years old at the time. And I was like, okay, that's weird. Internet's not working. And she was like, okay, well, since I can't do my lesson, like you guys can do whatever you want. So my friends and I started playing music. We're in there dancing, all that stuff, you know. And my English teacher's like, you know, like, yo, can you like, can you tumble? And I was like, ma'am, I don't know what tumbling is. What is tumbling? <laughs> and she was like, like, can you flip? Like, can you do like a backflip and all that stuff? And I was like, yeah, you know, I could do it. And this is like at the point when I was starting to teach myself like how to tumble, I guess. And like going in my backyard and just like watching YouTube videos and being like, this is how you do a back tuck. And then going outside and trying it. So I stood there. I did. I was like, yeah, 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 we can do it. We can do it. And I was at that point where I had to like stand there with my hands in the air for like 30 seconds before I swung and did it. And did it landed it and she was like you should like join the cheer team and i looked at her like sideways and i was like <laughs> man like no every every boy's response initial response to cheerleading and she was like well like boys get like pretty good scholarships like you could possibly get a full ride and i was like you know what that that doesn't you know that doesn't sound bad you know i want to go to college that doesn't sound bad and you were a sophomore at this point? I was, I was a freshman when she talked to me, and then I joined the team know. the next year. Okay. Yeah. So I joined I joined the team my, the, the next year after that, my sophomore year. When I first joined, I was the only boy, the first and only boy to be a cheerleader at that high school um, because, like I said, it's a fairly new high school. Mm -hmm. And um, we still competed all-girl my freshman year – or my first year. I keep saying my freshman year. My first year – competed all girl because one boy is still all girl technically in Illinois. Um, and so we went to state for the first time that year. And then the years following, I got friends to do it, to join with me. So I was co-ed, co-ed cheer team after that. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's wait, uh, one on. question. Is that, uh, Jerry? Was yes. it was, was Jerry? One of the friends? Okay. Jerry is one of the friends. Um, and then I also had, the year after that, I had Zach. I don't know if you know Zach. Zach's also, obviously, he's from Chicago, too. He cheered at the University of Kentucky, too. Zach. Zach Marihue. No, never. I've not probably not heard of him. Oh, also, yes. guys, for you guys that don't know uh, who Jerry is, Jerry's a guy that we play on Xbox. Uh, he sucks as well. No, he it doesn't sucks. suck. He's just, he, no, he's just not, he's he's not <laughs> as good as, as, as us or, or myself. But uh, 
But Jerry, Jerry is one of my one of my best friends. Man, he, <laughs> he makes me amazing. he makes me rage so hard, but I love that dude. <laughs> dude, raging! Oh my god! Don't get don't do not get us started with this, dude. You, I can between you guys. Literally, I, it's like I bring my popcorn. And I'm just listening, dude. I'm like, oh god, it's so is- funny. It's like you uh, would think like we hate each other, but then the next day we're like, yo, let's play. And he's like, all right, no, cool. You guys are amazing, dude. You guys make me laugh all the time. Love that, dude. <laughs> But yes, you were saying, so you got Zach and Jerry on the team. Yes. So like the the following year, I got two guys to join. I got Zach Merrihue. I actually um, got him to start cheering. Um, he joined that year. And then I also had another friend, Soren. He joined the, che- the cheer team that year too. That year we got fourth in state. It was pretty good for us. You know, wow. never, never really got that high. Also, mm-hmm. like I said, we, that was our second time going to state. So we did pretty well. And then my senior year of high school is when Jerry joined. Um, and then I also had a friend, Nate, join as well. Um, and then from there, my senior year, I kind of was looking at the University of Iowa, actually, um, wow, just because my coaches, my coaches cheered there. And I didn't know anything about cheer in college. So I was like, you know what? If they could do it there, I could do it there. And was scrolling on Twitter one day and saw this video of the University of Kentucky at Nationals. And they did like a full up straddle, like power press to extend it or something. And I was like, I have never seen anything like that. I've never seen anything crazy <laughs> like that. Everybody looks so uniform. Everything was just so perfect. And I was like, Clean. from there, that's that's where I want to go. And disregarded any other team, didn't look at any other schools, no backup plans, which is kind of like, I'm going to go for it. And wow. Yeah, went for it and it ended up working out for me. You went to the, one of the clinics or how, how did that work? Yes. So I went to, I went to one of the clinics, I went to a spring clinic and, um, from there you get an invite to try out and ended up getting an invite. Definitely not the best guy there by any means. I could tumble. I was a tumbler boy when I first got here Mm -hmm. and it was very clear by when you saw me stunt and I could do a toss extension, but I couldn't do a toss lib. Um, so I couldn't do a toss lib and still got an invite and, or it's like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So very interesting story. Maybe shouldn't have gotten an invite. Maybe shouldn't have made the team, but you know, Jemo took <laughs> a chance. Something. Yeah. He saw something and I'm glad he did see something when I didn't see anything and wow. it ended up working out really well for me. So you're in your freshman year. Oof. How, oh, how, this is... <laughs> how, how, how's that freshman year going, man? That freshman year, man, I'm not going to lie to you, was a little tough on me, at least the first semester. Um, first Before- semester, like I said, couldn't do toss lib. We'd go to football games, and if you drop a stunt at a game, you have to make up 10 of them after the game. And mm-hmm. if our coach is like, you got toss libs, I drop a toss lib, that's 10 after the game. And I'm telling you right now, there was like one, maybe two games that I didn't have more than 20 to or 20 to 30 stunts to make up. Wow. And they were all straight toss. It was all like toss libs or like a toss cupie or something. And like I said, I was struggling hard. It was really, really hard for me because I could not stunt to save my life. And when we would have practice, white squad would have practice Monday, Wednesday, Friday, blue squad would have practice Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. And um, if you didn't have practice that day, you could go into the other team's practice to work on stuff. Um, and my freshman year, I was in the gym every single day that you could possibly be in the gym. My my practice days, Blue Squad's practice days, 
like Sundays and Saturdays when they would open the gym. If the gym was open, I was there because as far as I saw, like I was the worst person, the worst stunter on the team. And it wasn't even close. And I went in there. I went in every single day that I possibly could to work on stunting. And honestly, I would say that I probably put in way more hours in the gym than I did in school, um, which I don't recommend. (laughs) I was still pretty good at school, but like, I don't recommend doing that, but I definitely did that. Um, So did all that. And by my second semester, I went from not being able to do like toss libs to um, throwing one arms, throwing extendeds, like to QP, um, double ups, things like that. Um, so I'd say that in the year that I spent, my freshman year that I spent there was every single day in the gym, went from dropping toss lips to throwing one arms and hitting one arms. So Damn. honestly, huge improvement. you're like a huge you're... improvement, but it was also a lot of learning. Um, we competed cheer sport that year. Um, the IME was a full up for me and day one, I dropped a full up at cheer sport. I was not proud of that at all and ended up getting it switched to a straight toss platform while everybody else did full ups. And that kind of really like sucked, man. I had to eat that. I had to take that one on the chin and just kind of run with it. But yeah, like doing it for the team, doing it for the team, but same time, gotta do it. It hurt. Like I think personally it would hurt because like they kind of lost that trust right yeah yeah i could see why i could see why team wise making sure that you guys don't get all that those points deducted yeah so that so you're you're kind of going high right you're going high like right now you're like freshman year it's like okay i'm improving yes a little bumps a couple bumps in the road but you're like man looks looking pretty bright yes yes so that's happening um then after my freshman year ends, tryouts come around, you know, people have noticed that I've gotten better and people were like, you know, hoping, like hoping to see you on blue, hoping to see you make blue at tryouts and all this other stuff. Um, so that was all happening. And I like at tryouts, I smoked my tryouts. I did so well. I didn't do anything crazy. Um, but I went there, I killed my second tryouts and I was like, yeah, this is it. Like I'm going to be on blue Mm-hmm. and didn't make blue at tryouts i was a little little salty about it because i thought i did really well but like i said i wasn't throwing crazy stunts i was throwing good stunts i wasn't throwing crazy ones my tumbling was good but it just wasn't in the cards for me so i was a little bit salty about that um and over the summer i started working camp jeff which is like cheer camps in chicago illinois mm-hmm. um so i was doing that over the summer still trying to work and get better um, I was working with Zach. I was working with Kelsey, uh, Kelsey LaCroix over the summer, getting better. Um, and then I got an email from the school that said, you have past due balances of a little bit more than $20,000. And they said, if you don't pay it back by the time school starts, you will not be able to register for classes. And I don't know about a lot of people, but I did not have $20,000 laying around to pay that off and so i ended up having to take some time off to um pay that back what was that feeling like when you got that email that email like it was kind of crazy because i thought my mom was like we're gonna try and figure it out you know let's let's Mm -hmm. talk about it let's call them every day you're gonna have to call them all every day and see if there's anything that you can do if you can set up like a payment plan or something but it got closer and closer to like when school started and 
I went through the first set of two a days, um, my second year and I went through the second set of two days. I went through camp. I was there. I had my uniform on and everything. And after camp, I like my heart like completely broke because they were not budging. They would not let me get out of it. They were like, no, you need to pay this money back if you want classes. And obviously, if you don't have classes, you can't register. So I ended up having to send this text to Jomo and was like, hey, like I can't I can't come back. Um, I owe too much money to the school and like, it's just not in there. It's not in the cards for me this year. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to quit the team. Did that and sent this long message in the group me. And I like bawled my eyes out. Cause I was like, I'm finally getting better. I'm finally getting to the place I want to mm-hmm. be. This is the chance for me to get to where I want to be. And it's just kind of taken away from me. And oh. It was probably the hardest, one of the hardest things I ever had to do, typing that message. Um, and then going home, man, it sucked. I I feel you so hard, dude. Yeah. It's, I mean, not a lot of people get to go through that, but for those who do, I let me tell you a quick story. Same, I'm in the same spot, right? Emma's was telling me to leave. Not like, you have to just roll, I have to leave. And I, I'm like, I'm not ready to tell my team, dude. Instead of telling them through group message, because we still had practice and everything, uh, every single day, I, I went up to them in person right after practice, dude. It was like warm ups. I was like, it was like my last warm up. I was like happy. Like I, I knew I was gonna say this to the team, but I was like, let me enjoy every single second that I have for in this practice. And er, er, everyone kept asking me, "Why are you so happy? Like what? Like <laughs> like what's up?" I'm like, I don't know, man. Just. Just something about today. Just so something's about right, and um, and then yeah, just entire practice, dude. I was just me being me. And then I go up and tell the team, "Hey, I, I'm gonna have to leave." It's the same with you. I mean, the hardest part. I started bawling, dude. <laughs> I started crying. Not easy, man. I started crying in front of them. Everyone, I was holding it. I was holding. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, I this is my team and you know this i will never forget about you guys blah blah and and some of them started like crying i'm like don't not cry okay i'm the one that's supposed to be okay just let me be uh but i totally get it dude it's it's the worst feeling i couldn't imagine doing it in person like you did man i i typed it over group me i don't think i could look people in the eye and do that man it takes it takes a lot to do that that's hard i guys I, I have the time i couldn't i literally was looking at at uh at the roof or, or like somewhere else i couldn't so, sometimes i would look them die but it would just make me <laughs> cry even more <laughs> i feel you know? that man i feel so that. i uh i was like dude it had to be the right thing um but it's something that if i don't know about you but for me it's if i talk about it more and like get into into the more of a deeper level of it like i promise you right now i would cry literally i would i would probably ball out because it's just something that just it was just something like it really hurt at that moment because you know like i said you're flying high you're you're stunting you're getting better man and you're 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 at the best school in the country and then bam yeah that's exactly what happened so tell me more yeah um so those that happened that originally happened um Mm -hmm. and that was probably what year i think i was like 2016 2017 um, and so coming back from that, 
after I told my team that I couldn't come back, went back home and like for a good solid, probably like two to three days, I just sat in my room and was just kind of like, like dead shot. Like I couldn't, like I couldn't move and felt like I was missing out on something. Um, and then from there, my mom was like, you have like two options. Like you can, you know, pay the minimum amount over like, I think it was like a five-year payment plan or something like that. Or okay. like you can try and get it all done and then just to go from there. Um, and honestly, I didn't decide on what I wanted to do until I like gathered like how much money I'd be making. Um, and the like you know my thought process like would it be worth it to go back um because i know it's gonna take more than like a couple months to make twenty thousand dollars for me anyway um so i decided i got a job first started working at a trampoline park um it's really really (laughs) obviously it's a trampoline park so there's kids running running around there's parents running around and you know it was just kind of it was work. So there was times it was really fun. Actually, I'm not going to lie to you. It was really fun working there, but most of the time it was a headache. Um, but it was not, not enough because I still had like my own bills to pay and on top of paying the university back. Um, so I ended up getting a second job at Meyer. Um, and during the day at this, at the trampoline park, I'd probably work from like 10 AM to, Depending on the day, if it's like a Friday or a Saturday, they close at midnight. So I would work from like 10, 10 a.m. to midnight sometimes. And then at, from Meyer or from there, I would go to Meyer, the grocery store, and work from like midnight to like 7, midnight to 8. And then get up the next day and like do it again. Maybe like a little bit different time, but essentially working close to like 16 to 17 hours a day. Um, and then... From there, getting paychecks, seeing how much I made from both of those paychecks, and sending them straight to the university, not getting a penny, not getting anything. The only thing that would I would take out from those checks is to pay for food, to pay for a phone bill, to pay for my car, um, and from there, just sending all that money straight to the university for about a year and a half, um, and then I moved back to Lexington the year before um i joined the team back i think i joined the team like 2018 2019 um so the year before that i moved back to lexington and got a job at a pizza place that i worked for um about three and a half three and a half years now i still work there um Mm -hmm. but i got a job there crazy hours there too the hours there were like five to three five to four depending on the day doing that for like five days a week and then taking you a break for two school. days no i was right. back in lexington when i was working here at the pizza place yeah oh no but you weren't at like officially enrolled you were just working yeah i was like- just working i'm not back in school um so i decided that i wanted to you know come back as soon as possible mm-hmm. and thinking about when i came back i didn't want to end up in the same boat so like i didn't want to pay the money and then like come back and then have the same problem and not be able to come back again and so i started looking for ways to like reduced tuition and ended up finding out how to get in-state tuition which is part of the reason why i moved back to lexington the year before i joined the team um so to get in-state here you had to work like 40 hours a week um and live for a year year and live in lexington without being a full-time student Mm -hmm. 
or live in Kentucky without being a full-time student. So I did that. Um, and after a grueling two years of working, not seeing any of the money for myself, um, long nights, long days, short nights, long days again, after all of that, I was actually able to, uh, to pay it all off and come back the next year. So about two years taken off to pay back everything. And then was there times that you wanted to quit? The, I would say there's probably more times that I wanted to quit than times that I wanted to keep going. Um, lots of why am I doing this? Lots of, is this even worth it? You know, sure. thinking about everything that like I gained from university and like the things that I would get if I came back, like nothing was guaranteed. I wasn't guaranteed a spot on blue. I wasn't guaranteed to make however much, you know, like money. I wasn't guaranteed to be given money or get more scholarship. It was just all kind of like a shot in the dark. Like if I do all this just to come back, you know, and get screwed again, would it be worth it? Um, you have a lot of support throughout the team when you, while you were not on the team, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah, so I had, I had a, people reaching out, you know, I like as much as they could, you know, they're busy with their own stuff and I wouldn't expect them to like, you know, check in with me every single hour of the day. I definitely had people that would reach out and, you know, text me every once in a while and be like, Hey, like, hope everything's okay. Like, just keep going, keep doing what you're doing, you know? Um, but this, at the same time, there was a lot of times where I felt like I was alone during that two year stint, I guess. Um, there was times where, you know, everyone else is in school doing their thing or people are getting jobs or, you know, and I'm just sitting at home in my mom's house working, not even a nine to five, like a 12 to 12 and going back home and doing nothing. And I just kind of felt like my life was moving without me with it. You know, like my life was moving Mm -hmm. while I was staying in the same spot. Um, and there wasn't a whole lot of people I could talk to about that because who else would know about, you know, not being able to come back because of, you know, certain things that Mm -hmm. aren't even really in your control, I guess. Um, there are lots of times where I was like, Hey man, like I could pay the bare minimum amount of this payment plan every month and get an apartment and just live my life out there instead of trying to come back. Um, but one of the things that really helped me when I was going through this really hard time was thinking instead of looking at how far you have left to go, like looking at how far you have come. And it's way easier to think of everything like that than to think about like, Oh, I have to go this far. I have to do this, or I still have to do all of this work, or I still have to get there instead of doing that. Like I would constantly turn around and be like, okay, well I've made it this far. Like I've done this. I've made this much money. I've made this much progress. Like, I can move, I can make a little bit more. I can push a little bit harder, you know, and it's really, this hits, this hits personally. I mean, I definitely not like not easy. I'm not, it's not something that I like go around telling people because people, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, there's not a lot of people that like, you know, care to ask, which is kind of the reason why I don't, I don't go out of my way to tell people about it. Um, but I actually still have the moment on my Snapchat when I paid the last bill. I have that moment still on my Snapchat because I was probably like one of the proudest things I've ever done when I saw the balance hit zero 
And I was just like, finally, I am free just to go back to school. It was probably like the, the coolest thing that I'd ever did. And I'd love that memory every day. But yeah, I paid that off, sent that text to Jomo and was like, listen, like, I'm finally free. I can finally join the team back. And yeah, I ended up coming back and it was probably the, the best feeling I've ever had in my life. Damn. Damn, dude. It was, a, it, was a, it was a great time. I'm not going to lie to you. It was a, it was a lot of fun, but I'm not going to lie to you. Without that like two-year like hardship, I don't think I'd be the person I am today. Um, I wouldn't have learned as much as I did. I wouldn't have like taught myself and like learned as much about myself as mm -hmm. I did without that. So like, even though it did suck, I'm very appreciative of the opportunity to test myself and how much I want it. Would you, if you had a chance to go back in time and tell younger Donovan in high school to go to a different school, would you tell him or would you say, no, stick to the plan, stick to the route that you're about to I go I would through? say, I would say, I'd definitely say stick to the, stick to the route, you know, um, I've never been a part of any other program, a college program, you know, but I can't really mm -hmm. see myself like enjoying or like learning or growing as much as I did at any other university. Um, and this is not to say that any other program isn't good or like they won't like make you better or anything like that, but it's just the things that I was taught through the coaching through my teammates and all that, the things that I learned and like the lessons, not even like just the cheer lessons, but like the life lessons and all the stuff that I've learned is like mm -hmm. invaluable. Like you can't, you can't get it anywhere else, you know? And honestly yeah. seeing that cheerleading has made me a better person is more important than any amount of rings you can win or any, you know, accolades that you can get. I'd, I'd say that I would tell myself to stick to the same plan. I'm proud of you, man. I'm, I mean, obviously you now, now you're, now you're at, obviously you're at yeah. a better spot, but going through that, dude, it's like I said, very few people can, can, can relate to that. I mean, there's obviously a lot of people, but not that many people get to work, man. And I honestly, I didn't work. I didn't work two jobs as much. I didn't work that much coming out of high, coming out of college, like being dropped out of college. You know, just work the regular nine to five job, and but for you to do that, you take it to the next level. You said, "Hey, dude, let's. I'm gonna come back," but but obviously the journey was damn hard. But let me ask you this: once you once you're at UK now, who was your biggest like support? Not like who was there for to help you a lot? You know, you you mentioned this in the beginning, um, uh, before we yes. recorded. So when so I come back, um, and I wish I could say that's like the end of all of my problems, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. Um, but I come back, and um, when I came back, I weighed roughly around two thirty-seven, two hundred thirty-seven pounds, something like that. I was a, I was a big beefy boy. Um, I like when I originally <laughs> left, I weighed like one eighty, like one hundred eighty pounds, something like that. Wow. And came back after two years and weighed like two thirty-seven. Um, and so obviously Man. like tumbling was way harder. Um, mm -hmm. uh, running, Oh, don't get me started on running. <laughs> running was a <laughs> lot harder and all that stuff. So like trying to, um, get through that, like 
all that was not easy, but I'd say probably one of the people that like helped me the most when I was coming back. Um, let me think about this. This is very important. Um, so my fresh, my freshman year, the first year back, um, I had is this friend named Jacob, my friend Jacob Burnett. Um, he was my best friend. Another, another gamer. gamer, yes, sir. He's my best friend. He got me through so much, and probably a lot more than he knows about. But like, there is countless hours on Xbox, countless hours at like, you know, restaurants. Like, just talking to him helped me so much, and. Like I said, getting through that was just, was probably like that, that initial, like kick in the butt to get back into cheerleading again. That was so hard. And there's a lot of times where I was like, I don't think I'm good enough for this. And I don't think like, like this is the right move coming back. But like, and honestly, me and Jacob never talked about that. We never talked about like, man, this sucks. We didn't talk about like how my tumbling sucks, or my running sucks or anything else sucks. It was just kind of like, mm-hmm. Hey, do you want to play? Like, you want to play Fortnite? I'm like, Yes, I want to play Fortnite. I want to go thrash some kids to make myself feel better. And like, <laughs> honestly, that, that helped me so much. Um, and then this past year, actually, um, one of my best friends is Gage. You had him on the show not too not too long ago. Hey. Uh, that kid, I love that kid with my whole heart. He is a knucklehead. He is crazy. He does whatever he wants to do. But um without him this year, I don't think I would have mentally made it through the program again. Um, same thing. He was able to help me get my mind off of so much stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. I had a lot of pressure on me. Um, he also had a lot of pressure on him because he was a freshman and he was on mat. That doesn't happen very often here, but Mm -hmm. you know, we helped each other out. He was there for me. I was there for him, whether we needed to talk about like, (laughs) girl things or we need to talk about like you know things within the program and like freaking out or whatever like we're just kind of always there for each other and without him without jacob i don't think i would have been able to mentally handle you know coming back and like all the things that were expected of me that i wasn't able to do you know without them i don't think i would have been able to handle it man we're getting kind of deep here it's filled the cheer (laughs) that's Hey, dude, that's all love, man. That's all love. It's it's those people that are gonna help you long term wise, and it's just small yes, little things. You know, it's always those it's always those small little things that either you're playing video games, you're hanging out. That that makes a difference. And I mean, Jacob. I mean, shout out to Jacob. I mean, not the best uh, <laughs> Warzone player. I mean, like, come on now, he's not the best. He'll probably say something against me because I'm not the best at Apex. I don't even play Apex, and he'll call me out. He's called me out several times, but hey. All it's all love, love man. All love. Shout <laughs> it's out all to love, Jacob. Dude. Shout out to Gage. Shout out to Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jerry. We forgot about Shout Jerry. He's always Jerry. the last guy we talked about. <laughs> oh, boy. Jerry, even though Jerry doesn't pick you up when you're oh, down. Oh, wait. Don't tell him that because if you say that to him, he's going to freak out, bro. My boy, Jerry. He swears up and down that he. Oh, I'm not. We're not gonna get into that. That's that's a that's a spill the gaming podcast right there. We're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> oh, spill the game podcast. All right, with, uh, we want this, but uh, dude, I'm overall though. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Hey, that's crazy. Now and now, now you're heading into your senior year. You know, obviously COVID, 
what the hell, COVID? <laughs> you have this going on. So let's let's just say let's just say COVID is about to be gone in a couple, you know, let's say a couple months. What's something that you want to leave here at UK? What's the legacy that you want to um, that you've been? That is on? a very good question. That's a question I thought a lot about, and every single year it's changed when I went in, and versus when I left or when this year would end, it would change again. Um, basically, like I would say, the legacy that I would want to leave is I want to be like someone people think like it doesn't matter if he was like bad at something like he would work at it until he was good at it you know what i mean and like trying to think Mm -hmm. like of ways that obviously not everyone's going to be perfect at everything but like Mm -hmm. there are things that people just aren't good at and when you see someone that's perfect at everything you kind of think like all right well that's never going to happen to me you know but like when you see someone that isn't good at something and you see that they continuously like get better and they just keep getting better at it and better at it and better at it until they are good at it. And that makes people think like, okay, well, if they can do it, you know, I can do it. And more than like being this badass cheerleader or whatever, I would want more people to think like, if he can do something like that, he's bad at until he's good at it, I can do the same thing. And that mentality like is contagious really um Mm -hmm. pushing people to be better than what they are is always like something that i highly value and i think it's something that everyone can do you know that obviously not everyone's good at you know stunting i wasn't good at stunting but i worked at it until until i got better until i was good at it i wasn't (laughs) if any of my teammates are listening to this they will say like i'm the worst runner in the entire history of running (laughs) I'm talking like, like bad. It was really bad. What's oh, right now, right now, mile time right now is probably like a seven fifteen, seven twenty, something like that. Okay, but Not before bad. I was running like a solid nine. Okay, a solid oh. nine, bro. <laughs> right, listen, right. I'm talking like <laughs> this this past year. So we run, we run like once a week. We're supposed to run once a week before practice, mm-hmm. and mile time for us was seven forty five. And I was like making like an eight forty eight, <laughs> something like that, like solid, <laughs> solid minute over. <laughs> and Jomo's thinking is, all right, well, if you're not making time, we're gonna keep running until you are making time. And normally we stop running like one or two weeks after school starts. But I made our entire team run until October. Oh, yeah and like it wasn't even just like all right run once a week jomo was like run twice a week so now we're already running extra and he was like all right well if you're not making time you need to run even more so we work out monday wednesday friday and he was like you're gonna go to workouts monday wednesday friday at 6 a.m you're gonna run at 6 a.m from 6 to 7 and then come back for workouts at from 1 to 2 and then practice on Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. So on a typical Friday, I would work out twice and practice. So if there's anything that I can say that I got better at through cheerleading, and there's anything that I can take away, is that I can run a mile. And that's it. I don't care about anything else. I don't care about the (laughs) hardest skill you can throw. I can run a mile. 
I'm like, what can you do? <laughs> Not even a ring. I don't care about if I, win, if I get a ring this year. A mile is worth, mile's worth it. it. I will get a ring. I will get a ring that says mile. <laughs> Finish, Finish the mile. Fastest mile. mile, bro. Look, listen. Honestly, that's it's that's probably my favorite story to tell. Even though, like, I probably was the most hated person on planet Earth last year because of how much I made us run. Um, but like I said, it was a learning process. I, it was, again, like I said, it wasn't all roses and daisies when I came back. I, something else to work on. I feel like that's something that's like, kind of like a theme in my life, I guess. It's just, there's always something else to be working on, whether it's like paying something back or like bettering myself for the, for cheerleading or something. I always feel like there's something to work on, but that, listen, Anytime anyone says anything about running, you will see my eyes like <laughs> drop. I'm like, oh my god, not again, <laughs> bro, <laughs> dude. I it's... let me let me ask you this. Uh, let me ask you this: If someone's going through something that if you've gone through, what is some advice that you would give them if they're going through it right now? Like they're uh, they got out of school because they couldn't afford it and they're not sure where to go. Um, some advice I would give for that is make sure you weigh out all your options and make sure that the option that you choose is going to be the best for you. Um, we've had, obviously like we've had people transfer schools here. Um, and you can't even be mad at that because you want like cheerleading takes up way too much of your life in college in order for you to not be happy with it. And so at the end of the day, I tell everyone to do what what will make them happy and what will benefit them the most. So if someone's going through the similar a similar situation, I would say like before you make any decision, if you're trying to go back to school or if you're trying to go back to a different school, you need to make sure that all of your like problems or all of your questions or anything that could possibly put you back in the same situation is in line for you to succeed. So when I came back, before I came back, like I told you, I went through and got like in-state tuition, got that all settled mm -hmm. and then made sure I got enough scholarship to where as of right now, I don't, I don't pay to go to college. I don't, I don't pay to go to college because of cheerleading, but that's all because mm -hmm. I went through and I made sure I did everything necessary to set myself up to succeed. So if I was just going through it and I just paid all the money through and was like, all right, I'm coming back, I would end up in the same boat that I was in within a semester. You know, so plan ahead. Um, it's going to be tough. There's going to be a lot of times where you want to quit. Um, but if you plan ahead, you set yourself up, you schedule everything. You're like, okay, I'm going to pay this amount of this amount of money every single month, or I'm going to do this amount every single whatever date you have. It's a lot easier to mm -hmm. stick to that and just kind of like work for that. If you need to do like, I need eighty percent to pay towards like 80% of every single check to pay towards my university or whatever you're trying to pay for, do that. And then set, a sell, set aside 20% for yourself, whether it be like you're going to go to the movies one night or you want to buy yourself something, whatever it is that way, like at least you're keeping yourself sane because that's one of the things that I kind of wish I did was budgeted money enough for myself to like enjoy things a little bit more, even though I didn't really like, have time to i guess but just budget your money um make sure you set aside enough for yourself if you need it 
and stick to it because it's going to get harder before it gets easier. And that feeling of pressing that button for the last time and throwing my laptop out the window and being like, I don't owe this school any more money is probably top two feelings of my entire life. And it's not two. So. Wow. I, I appreciate it, man. It's not easy. And I know you're going through a similar situation and I know you'll make mm-hmm. it through. Cause if I can do it. No, this makes me want to this. I, you know, I'm still working. Uh, still paying it off. And once I'm able to pay that off, dude, I said, but I'm excited dude. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for this year. I want to see, I want to see how well you do. It will be a cherry on the top. It would literally it be would a cherry be, on man. the top. It would be, but you know, at this point, like I've gained so much from cheerleading, you know, obviously the goal mm-hmm. is to win and that's what I want to do. I still haven't won one for myself yet, you know, but that's the goal. Yeah. And more than more than oh, for local. myself, I want one for my team because there's people on my team that don't know what mm-hmm. it's like to win yet because of losing this past year. So this year, mm-hmm. this year wasn't for me. I came back this year for my team. So, guys, uh, other than that, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, if you're new, like I said, make sure to subscribe to the number one cheerleading podcast in the world. Uh, and if you want to play against donovan warzone and win because i know you will win against this guy make sure you do make sure you want an easy win but if you want to play an actual person that actually likes okay hey run up the two v2s hit me engage up and we'll take on anybody don't even worry about it come on we can run it up Uh, i mean unless you play with jerry then jerry's like a practice (laughs) do not play actually if you have a friend like jerry that will not revive you even though you're in the same building and he leaves you to die, then I don't even know what to tell you, bro. Just get a new friend. I, I, I don't know. I don't know at this point. All right, guys. Hey, take care. Easy. Bye.